I'm going to say, God is good, and you're going to respond all the time. Are you ready? God is good. And then I'm going to say all the time, and you're going to respond, God is good. Oh, you know, you know this, right? All the time. Now let's try it for real. We have one practice on our hand. Let's go ahead and make it happen. Ready? God is good all the time. Welcome to all of you on this, the fifth Sunday after Epiphany, the season of light, the season of revelation. Let us uh, take a moment to refresh our memories as to all that's going on in the life of our community of faith. If you'll take out your, um, your announcement sheet. Uh, next week is the, uh, the, the, the Super Bowl, right? And in advance of the Super Bowl is when um, those of you who have purchased a Boston butt may pick that up on Saturday, right, Trent? So, um, those Boston butts will be re ready for you um, to enjoy um, over the weekend. And uh, so, is there a specific time um, that they should come to pick those up? 11 to 2, 11 to two next Saturday, right? Saturday, this coming Saturday. Excellent. Um, you know, there's, there's so much going on in the life of this community of faith that uh, I, I just can't go through all of this but I want to draw your attention to just two highlights. Um, Adult Sunday School will return um, at 9.45. Guy is back and in the saddle and ready to go. We're still looking for folks to fill the chairs up here to help lead worship and music, um, and it's fun. I'll tell you, I've been singing with the praise uh, singers as well as the adult choir, and it's, it's a blast. They're really wonderful people. You will enjoy it, I promise you. And finally, Mother Hubbard's Cupboard has had a little bit of a change up as to what it's needing. Um, it's, uh, there's a list there that you'll see has changed dramatically from what we had been listing for a while. Um, so please uh, respond to that as you see fit and all will be well. Let us prepare our hearts and our minds to worship our great God. the baptismal font, the place where amazing grace is manifest in water and in word. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who makes all things new, whose mercy endures forever. Amen. Trusting in God's mercy, let us confess our sin. Holy One, source of our renewal. We confess that we are wrapped up in sin and cannot free ourselves. 
We have not practiced your righteousness. Our hearts have turned away from you. For the sake of the world you so love, forgive us, that we may be reconciled to one another for the glory of your holy name. Amen. Thus says our God, the former things have come to pass, and new things I now declare. God's mercy makes us new. We are forgiven in the name of Christ, our Savior. Amen. Good morning. This is a favorite for a lot of people and not a favorite for others, so we're going to sing it. <laughs> and we're going to like it. Right, Joyce? Days of Elijah. Where's the egg, Mike? Okay. Here we go. These are the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. And these are the days of your servant, Moses, righteousness being restored. And though these are days of great trial, of famine and darkness and sword, still we are the voice in the desert, crying, prepare ye way of the Lord. Behold, he comes, riding on the clouds, shining like the sun at the trumpet.
Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You receive the prayers of all who call upon you. By your Spirit, show us the things we ought to do, and give us the grace and power to do them. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us continue with the reading of the Scriptures. The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 58. Shout out, do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves? but you do not notice. Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. Look, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose? A day to humble oneself? Is it to bow down the head like a bulrush? and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them? and not to hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Reading from Psalm number 112. Hallelujah! Happy are they who fear the Lord and have great delight in God's commandments. Their descendants will be mighty in the land. The generation of the will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in their house, and their righteousness will last forever. Light shines in the darkness for the the righteous are merciful and full of compassion. It is good for them to be generous in lending and to manage their affairs with justice. They will never be shaken. The righteous will be kept in everlasting remembrance. They will not be afraid of any evil rumors. Their heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their heart is established and will not shrink until they see their desire upon their enemies. They have given freely to the poor, and their righteousness stands fast forever. They will hold up their head with honor. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words or wisdom, 
For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of God. Yet among the mature, we do speak wisdom, though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit reaches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human, except the human spirit that is within? So also, no one comprehends what is truly God's, except the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be great in the kingdom of heaven, for I tell you, Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen.
I have a, a love-hate relationship with salt. I love salt. I love it on popcorn. I love it on pretzels. I love it in taffy, salted caramel. I love salt. And yet, hypertension crept in and has forced me to resist reaching across the table to grab that shaker and salt liberally the food on my plate. Anyone else have that problem? A few weeks from today, I'm going to have a love-hate relationship with light. I am excited about daylight savings, right? It extends our afternoons and evenings in light, which I love. I hate losing an hour of sleep to get that light, though. That love-hate relationship, it's always with us. You may have similar love-hate relationships in your own experiences of salt and light. So when Jesus says to the crowd gathered to listen to the Sermon on the Mount, he confronts them with this complicated challenge. You are the salt of the earth, he says. You are the light of the world, he tells them. In no uncertain terms, Jesus says to them what they are, not what they're like, what they could strive to be, but rather what they are, salt and light. Now, salt, among as its many, many uses, changes the taste of food. It's used effectively to enhance the ingredients, right, of bread, of um, of vegetables, of soups, you name it. How many of you have ever made Toll House chocolate chip cookies that you admit to and forgot to put the salt in? I've done it. And you know what? They're not very good. All of those ingredients are typically delicious, right? Eggs, butter, chocolate chips. Don't mix in the salt and it changes them dramatically. That's what you are says Jesus. You are what makes all of the other ingredients make sense. When we think about the background in which Jesus is, is teaching the people at the foot of the Sermon on the Mount, largely Jesus is speaking to a, a broken community, beat down and held back, restrained under the empire's rule, the Roman Empire's rule, the religious leaders' corruption, and suspicions about anyone whom they believed to be other on the outside, the infirmed, the lame, the, the foreigner, the widower, the, the widowed, the orphaned, the impoverished, all of those others. And here Jesus pronounces them, they are salt, they are light in that context, against the backdrop of, of cultural darkness and and social environment which clearly left a bad taste in everybody's mouth, Jesus says, you are here to make a difference. What did Jesus mean then by saying that you are salt, you are light? You know, there's a whole new world that's opened up in the past decade or so called social networking, right? Social media. Just out of curiosity, how many of you have have gotten onto Facebook and use Facebook to stay in touch with friends and family. 
I know there's a whole lot more of you than just raised your hand, but... So the next question probably doesn't even need to be asked. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. There's a whole bunch of apps out there for being able to, to express oneself. There are increasingly more and more audiences that seek to be entertained through this media, or informed, or instructed, or, or given suggestions about things in their lives, just about anything, really, has developed and come across in this social media world. Well, in that world, there are people who use these platforms that are called influencers. Have you heard that term? Influencers. These are people who, who not always in the most favorable way, try to influence others, try to make suggestions or enhance their life or really um, to influence them in any way possible. So Jesus tells the crowd that they are salt of the earth and light for the world. By extension then, as followers of Jesus, Jesus is telling you and me the same thing. In other words, Jesus is telling us that we are influencers. Salt influences the way we experience food. Light influences the way we view our surroundings, right? So followers of Jesus, then, influence the way God's love is experienced in this world. What's truly impressive about what Jesus is saying to the crowd who's sitting there or standing there listening to him as he teaches them is that these people are beat down. They are downtrodden. They've lost hope. They've been held back. They are, they, they've been buckled under for generations of opposition from both the outside world but also within their own world, within the, the leadership that was otherwise supposed to be responsible to bring them into God's light. Even in this Jesus' teachings, it's not offering a military solution or a call to arms to incite violent revolution, which many at the time were hoping for in the Messiah, that they would lead a rebellion against the people of Rome. Instead, what Jesus is inciting is a revolution of the heart, a revolution of the way not only we see ourselves and experience ourselves in relationship to God, but how we experience the world in relationship to God. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets, he says. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Jesus' admonition then, when against breaking the laws and teachings of the prophets and furthermore influencing others to do the same is often accepted as a license for those of us who claim to uphold the laws and the prophets to become judge and jury over others. But that was not Jesus' point. The revolution of the heart is what Jesus is after. It's what he's talking about and the laws and the teachings of the prophets become the foundation for how that happens. It begins by being deeply personal and individualized as you come to know God, 
And we assume that we can do that here in the context of our worship and our praise, our prayers, our thanksgiving, our receiving of the sacrament. And then, as intended, this revolution of the heart branches out and is broadly expressed by the community steeped not in judgment, never in judgment, and more of that beat down that is already felt by so many, but uplifted by the love of God. That love of a God that transforms your heart and my heart and the heart of God's people in Christ Jesus, just as God intends. We are light. We are salt. We are then influences, influencers in this world, influencers of God's love. Each expression of kindness, each expression of generosity, of of thoughtfulness, of compassion, of forgiveness, and each expressed moment of peace which surpasses all human understanding, which we hear in the scriptures, all of this shines on the nature of God in Christ Jesus. And just as salt influences flavors, you and I bring out the God flavors all around us. Our goal in life is to have a love-love relationship with salt, with light, and certainly with one another in God's love. Amen. me.
Let us confess to one another and the world the truth of our baptismal faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He ascended at the right hand of the Father. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Called together to follow Jesus, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Call your people to seek your wisdom in difficult conversations and action. Give the church everywhere courage to repent for the ways we have tolerated and practiced injustice, causing division and imbalance in your good creation. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Inspire our wonder at creation, from the light of dawn to the beauty of the dark night. Sustain the unseen depths of the ocean to the plants and animals we know well. Bring healing to lands and communities experiencing natural disasters. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Instruct the powerful in your ways. Provide upright leadership in business and industry that workers are not oppressed. Throughout the world, inspire voters and raise up politicians to heed your call for nations to practice righteousness. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Loosen the bonds of injustice in our midst. Grant peace to endless quarrels, put an end to hunger, and break every yoke of oppression. Shelter all who flee, abuse their homes, or violence in their communities. Satisfy those afflicted in the way, especially. Susan Bayman, John Daly, Alberta Holden, Paul Letts, Mary Lou Schofield, Lisa Strong, Ron Wagner, Kathy Lear, Bill Kessler, Nancy McKean, Carolyn Bissakis, Marshall Jones, Eli Bresville. Peter, Fran, Carpenter, Georgia Gregory, Frank LaRosa, Robert Nolan Tarano, Bob Barnett, Shelley Warner, Anna Hussle, Susan Graham, Gabe Grantano, Ruth Altman, Philip James, Kristen Pinterest, and for all whom we name aloud or in the quiet of our thoughts. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Shape our congregation to be salt for the earth. Give us delight in your commandments that we are generous with those in need. Make us steadfast in our trust in you. 
ready with tangible mercy and compassion for our neighbors. Merciful God, receive our prayer. The cross and resurrection bring redemption from sin and death. We praise you for all whose unshaken faith in Christ shines forth in their witness. Keep them in our remembrance and bring us with them into the kingdom of heaven. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We bring to you our needs and hopes, O God, trusting your wisdom and power revealed in Christ crucified. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us turn to one another as we offer a gesture of that peace to those in our midst.
bonds of injustice and let the oppressed go free. Receive these offerings in thanksgiving for all your works of merciful power and shape us as people of your justice and freedom. We, you, we magnify and adore through Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ. By the leading of a star, he was shown forth to all nations. In the waters of the Jordan, you proclaimed him your beloved Son. And in the miracle of water turned to wine, he revealed your glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink from this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. To you, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all honor and glory in your holy church, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Come and taste the joy of God. Thanks be to God.
you for the healing that springs forth abundantly from this table. Renew our strength to do justice, love kindness, and journey humbly with you. Amen. Amen. The God who faithfully brings forth justice and breaks the oppressor's rod, bless, strengthen, and uphold you today and always. your lights this little light of mine okay this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine let it shine one again with your lights held high this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine let it shine let it shine 